0: Hi, everyone. This is Eric with Nutrition by Eric with another Nutrition by Eric podcast. This is episode eight. And today I'm discussing free, cheap, and inexpensive things to be healthy and happy. Now, I've been traveling for a little while. I moved a bit. Probably moved my fair share. (laughs) More than I had planned to, really. And uh, sometimes, you know, I'd have to change things up. I used to like go to the gym, I had a gym membership. And since of all, since all the dynamics happen, you know, gyms aren't really that great or that fun to be in from whatever if you got to wear a mask or anything like that. So I've tried to find things as I've been moving around and I'm on the computer a lot. And I try to find things what can keep me, you know, in a good state of mind, stay healthy, stay sane stay optimistic, and I've kind of made a list, and I'd like to share them with you, maybe to help you uh, wherever you are. Now, I know the world's a big place. I'm in the United States, and I know you may be in a place you can't do all the things I'm suggesting, or you can't do them as easily, so just do what you can. I've got a list of about eight or ten or so. I didn't count exactly, but first of all, a quick check. I hope you're doing well. Um, It's been a little while. Uh, I do appreciate it all of you who have been listening and have seen me in the other digital arenas you know my website social media the main ones that you probably know of and the ones that are less popular that I actually haven't used as much so so quick check in and uh a bit of um and uh, thanks thanks for for listening I I do enjoy sharing this message I do appreciate um you all hearing it and I hope it does help. So without further ado, here we go. Here are some things that are free, either free, cheap, or inexpensive to keep you healthy and happy. Now, number one is sun, vitamin D. You might know that already. No big shock. <laughs> some people might think it's not good for you, though. So uh, be careful of misinformation, disinf- both terms, misinformation or disinformation. A lot of people say, oh, no, the sun is bad. You're going to get sun cancer. And melanoma and this and that but you know no 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 no. the sun has um uh amazing qualities not only vitamin d and it also is a which is weird because if you think of vitamin you think of vitamin is in a in food or it's in a capsule which is extracted from food but vitamin coming through the lights it's pretty neat i think that So it's more than just that. It's I've heard it affects your hormonal system. So it's actually called a pre-hormone. Whatever it is, it's good stuff. So there are some rules I don't follow exactly, like you know how much if you're, you know, this dark of a skin or this light, you need this much. I just try to get out every day, almost every day, ninety percent of the days of the year. I try to get on, get the sun, and if it's warm enough, try to you know either have less clothing on of course like if it's really warm out then it's shorts and a t-shirt or, or shorts and a as as uh, minimal shirt as possible like a tank top or you know if it's if it's a safe and comfortable place you take off your shirt if you're at the beach or in a place you can do that okay uh so getting some sun is important and you can also get them on your eyes if you look up what's his name HRM is his, he's an Indian man he's a bit droll, but he's a wonderful speaker talks about the benefits of the sun blow it really blows your mind I blew my mind at least the stuff he talked about his YouTube video on sun and how it can provide a spectrum of nutrients you know and it can replace some people's food intake believe it or not and uh, and how no it did not um, uh, uh, make people go blind there's a lot of things I'll call folklore right? old wives tales and he has a great story about these uh, POWs, prisoners of wars, who were, in, I think, Americans in Korea, and they were captured. And they were, Koreans tried to um, torture them by, somehow they forced them to look into the sun all day, said, so that'll teach them, i will make them go blind. And, and no, it actually <laughs> improved their eyes. And all the guys uh, that wore glasses didn't need glasses anymore. So I'm trying to find, I never did find the exact story, but I heard him say this, HRM, he's got a, he's an Indian guy. Okay, so that's number one, sun. Don't be afraid of the sun. If you do have sun issues, um, there's probably something else going on. So, so um, and if, uh, oh, last note, if it's in a, you're in a place where it's winter and you're not getting enough sun, you can get a full spectrum bulb. And you can get, a, there are special bulbs that emulate the sun, the sun's rays. And it, it will probably help with uh, seasonal, what do they call it, seasonal depression or whatever. Okay, so whatever it is. So moving on, number two would be the opposite of sun, um, and that's a bit of dark. You know, we are all, most of us live in a developed city, and at night they have the little street lights that go on. So if you're in that situation, you really need, it's it's beneficial, I should say, to not have the sun, to have the dark, to have the darkness can also help kind of reset. So if at, at nighttime, if you are in a place where it's really bright out, make sure you have really dark covering over your windows, or you could do a meth- a method called palming. It's like the palm of your hand that's palming, palm with an ING at the end, like a palm tree. And you could find that on my website, palming. If you just look it up palming and vision or palming and Bates method. That is like the opposite. If sun is one end of the spectrum, the darkness also helps to rejuvenate the eyes and, and it kind of gives us the the phenomena of being close to nature, which a lot of us are not so close, and that helps reset the melatonin levels and is good for your optic nerve. And there's a lot of benefits, so they kind of go hand in hand: sun and dark, uh, sun and then darkness by uh, blacking out the any light sources at night and uh, covering your eyes with your hands in, in the form of palming. So that's a short one. Number two, number three: would be water, good quality water. Now water. If we lived in a, prist, if you live in a pristine area, you'd probably be near a stream, and you know, a safe stream, not the one that animals went poo-poo in or anything, but getting good quality water. See, water is not just H2O, it's not just hydrogen and two oxygen. It's a lot of trace minerals. There's a little bit of salt, and a little bit of calcium, and all these little dabs, little bits of, um, of other things, and, and those little dabs are important. Plus, if you're in a, uh, depending how big of a city is or what they've done in the water, it, it's it's kind of doctored up, and there's things added to the water. Like uh, when they, I'm using quotes when they treat it, you know. There's uh, chlorine and sometimes there's chlorine and ammonia, which is uh, a bad combination, and there's fluoride. All, oh, you know. I have to, I guess I have to now. It's a good time for a disclaimer. I am a health coach. I'm sharing information. This anecdotal stuff that I do. Not giving advice, but from my research, fluoride. There are forms of fluoride in natural water, but it's not the same fluoride they're putting in when they say fluoride is good for you in your toothpaste. No, that's a different kind of fluoride. That's a chemical that dulls people, makes them more compliant, lowers IQ. Hmm, who would want that? Big people who control small, small uh, groups of people. So look that up if you look that up. Uh, fluoride. Um, those are three baddies: so chlorine ammonia with the chlorine, fluoride. And depending on the pipes, maybe not an intentional thing, but the pipes, if they're lead pipes, as the water travels through that, it picks up a little bit of that lead or whatever. Um, and then there's stuff that I don't always get filtered. If you're in places where they've done water treatment, there's traces of IUDs, um, birth control devices, birth control rather, pardon me, where I've, I've read that you know, <laughs> drink water that even though they've treated it, you know, it's, it's kind of in a loop, right? The water goes in, it gets filtered, and they don't get all of it out. And stuff people flushed on the toilet, like uh, when, they, when they eliminate for the bathroom, you know, if uh, birth control goes out, you might be getting a little bit of that in your water. So, some freebies you may not want to get. So, get good quality water. And get a filter if you don't have one. You can get a filter in a pitcher. I have a zero filter. I quite like it. It's quite nice. And you can get a more fancy one that goes um, in line. You get a whole house one. You can get one that just goes on your faucet. One you get one on your on your shower filter because your pores take in um, uh, the stuff that's in the water. So yeah, you know, we're kind of sponge-like in a way. So you want to get the good stuff in. So so the water kind of has two components. You want to make sure you're getting enough of it. Number one, and the rule of thumb is half of your body weight in ounces. If you're not on the ounce system, if you're in the metric and you're on kilos or or stone as in England, you have to figure that out. But in the U.S., it's half your body weight in ounces. So if you're like one sixty, that's eighty ounces of water, and there's one hundred and twenty eight or one hundred twenty four ounces in a gallon, so there'd be like two thirds of a gallon of water, which is a lot of water. But uh, so there, so there's that's two things um, about water: um, the good quality. Number one, both for breathing, sorry, for drinking and bathing in. And number two, ingesting. And number three, oh, I had a third, Oh, temperature. Temperature. The Chinese love um, to bring up temperature in their uh, health improvement. In, in, approaches, and, and warm is a very important thing I've found in the Chinese men. So I always, almost always have warm water, almost always. I have a little electric kettle, I may mean, not be the best. I mean, maybe it's better to have a stove top one, but, or a little uh, a kettle that goes on the stove rather, but an electric kettle, I'm always heating the water during the day, I'm always saying I have it. If it's fresh out of a boil, um, I'm gonna get, I had a little you know, room temperature, filtered water to it. Uh, and then I'll mix up. I might have teas with it. I may make a little a little health cocktail, a hot toddy. I'm just reading about biofilms. I've had a little sinus infection for a while and I've read about biofilms and biofilm disruptors. So I gonna add a little apple cider vinegar, some cinnamon, oregano oil. Um dash cayenne pepper and yeah, it's kind of like a alcohol, similar to the alcoholic beverage a hot toddy and I just don't add alcohol but it's a kind of a it's a cute little catchy name and um, yeah the, I feel I feel really good after those I uh, have so that is another tip so how, you can add things to your always pretty much cycle through with plain water I might today I boiled garlic I took some garlic cloves took three of them in about a liter's worth of water and I boiled two three rounds of it I forgot they were in there a little little trace taste of garlic in there and you know it just helps to um because the garlic is as like you know it's at least three or four anti it's anti-firing anti-fungal anti antimicrobial and you know just there's a lot of bad stuff there's a lot of microscopic bad stuff in general I can get really technical you know whether it's round worms or um, usually it's in four categories the bad stuff either virus parasite worm or fungus or f- plural being fungi and uh, uh, garlic and ginger and turmeric a lot of things do uh, do do reduce those and hopefully eliminate them so that's the third aspect of water so basically make sure you have enough. And I think the fourth one is be careful when you're having the water in plastic containers. Um, Heat, heated plastic will cause some of the plastic to kind of leach is the word. It will, warm water in plastic are a no-no. So uh, the plastic will actually in molecular form enter the water and then water with plastic gets in your body and how that how that's bad is plastic is a hormone disruptor there's a lot of guys dressing up as girls in thailand and places like that and i have no problem with that if that's what they want to do and that's their like nature that's fine i am nothing against it my uncle's gay and I have nothing nothing against him so why i bring that up is i think some of it has to do with the biological changes from the effects of heated plastic. Because I've seen them pour hot drinks in these cheap plastic bags. I just cringe knowing what I know. It's like, oh, you just want to jack up your hormones, don't you? They don't know any better. I mean, that's just, uh So even in the U.S., you know, we have thicker plastic. When I see soup, hot soup poured like a Chinese restaurant or other, other ethnicity, I'll see hot soup poured into plastic containers to thicker plastic, but it's still, you are having soup with warm plastic. <laughs> and it's awful. I don't mean to laugh, but oh, it's just awful. So be careful. You have to be careful of things in life. And that's why I like to bring up, and that's why I do this podcast and my videos and I share my contact because people don't know, you know, you don't know what you don't know. There's a saying, I'm not a Bible guy, I'm not a religious guy, but there's this thing I remember reading once. It says, my people perish or my people suffer for lack of knowledge. Oh, I get chills. Just say, oh, hearing myself say and thinking it. You don't know if you don't know you're doing something bad. If you don't know you're having poison, arsenic is naturally occurring in the ground. If you don't know you're having some, and it's tasteless and odorless, and it's cumulative. In other words, if it affects and it adds up over time, you're doing yourself a disservice. So so be careful of that and things like that, right? So that's my last thing on water. I wanna move, I've got a couple more. <laughs> um, all right, the next one would be activity, walking. I, I work from home. I'm grateful, it took me many years to figure out how to kind of keep myself afloat online, but I'm on the computer a lot. And I you guess know, I don't go to the gym so much and I don't have a, I don't know of an outdoor, park that I could do like pull-ups or have stuff like gadgets I can do things there was a cool park when I was uh, in another state they had like if you know the show Ninja Warrior it's like an obstacle course and you could do all kinds of cool stuff you know basically of the pull-up variety (laughs) pull up this way pull up that way if you find one of those great but at least going for a walk I find 20 minutes 40 minutes you know an hour I am a better and different person so walking, in, and if you really want to know how many, um, a little more detailed, you can get an app. Um, it sounds like a bad word, but it's not, it's pedometer, I think it is, like, it's a step counter, basically. And as you walk, it records every step, um, not like our like our phones aren't spying enough, but I think this is a good a good use of it. And it will tell you. And I I used to live in San Francisco. I didn't have a car, and I would walk ten thousand steps a day, which you know, took me about an hour—maybe twenty minutes here, ten minutes there, thirty minutes there. So I don't get a lot. I don't get as much now. I get between twenty-five hundred and ten thousand. But you know whether I'm walking on a big store, or I am just walking, you know, exploring a new area, or I am actually going for a hike, or going to a park. You know, and if you can combine that with the next uh, suggestion, which is being in nature. So walking is good. Walking in nature, even better. Why? Because as you may know, we breathe in oxygen. Ah, That's my next one, actually, talking about breathing. And uh, we breathe in oxygen mostly. It's not 100%. It's like 70, 80% oxygen and then there's nitrogen and stuff but mostly oxygen and we exhale what give you a second yes yeah, so if you said carbon dioxide you are correct so that is a great relationship with the trees and our green plant friends because they're the opposite they they uh, release oxygen and they absorb uh, carbon dioxide so what a great relationship so being in nature is wonderful and plus there is I read a study somewhere about small amounts of calcium and things that are also also released in uh, places like the forest. so there's a, you know and there's also neat things that they like magnetic um, there's a magnetic pole that affects the body. so there's some places that have more magnetic poles and some parts of the world are there's a place called I call the Long life Village in China where they have different quality water and they have different. Magnetic pulls so you get a lot of great benefit from being in nature. So walking, and walking in nature is great. And uh, oh, I don't write this down, but another one I just thought of is being barefoot. Another free you know, um, activity you can do is being barefoot. I don't do it a lot myself. I forget, and it's a bit cold where I am right now. But being on the ground, preferably on the bare soil. I mean, if they don't spray the grass. Uh, Where you're at, a lot of people spray with chemicals. So many things are sprayed. Food is sprayed, grass is sprayed, you know. So if you get a place where it's really natural and it's safe that there's no bugs or glass, broken glass or fire ants that would eat you or scorpions that would sting you or anything like that, you know, walk around um, barefoot. It does affect, since we have other dynamics in the body, we have electro magnetic dynamics electrical current through our bodies you know, brains and a lot of our nerves communicate with um, electrical impulses so getting in nature and getting barefoot walking around even if it's in your backyard if you live in a place where you have a little bit of grass and there's a wonderful free documentary another free thing called or i think it's called earthing movie it's a wonderful documentary and it's just some of these things seem too good to be true i mean but there's just you know Hey, it's there. Most people just don't know about it. Back to my quote, you know, lack of knowledge. So, most people just don't know. So, you can think of all the things you can buy. Let's just recap real quick. You know, getting the sun, getting nature, getting the dark, which is, you know, in the evening or, or any time of day with palming, uh, having good quality water, walking, being in nature, being barefoot. You know, right there, um, and I even mentioned food. I mean, good quality food, eating organic, I... I make a whole, I could make hours and hours of eating organic and how to do so, whether you're going to do it with meat, without meat, you know, cooked, raw, fermented, supplements, sea vegetables, um, plants that grow above ground, plants, you know, root vegetables, fruit, uh, eating local, medicinal herbs, that is all, yeah, that that's a lot, so water is just pretty much one thing, but Food eating good food i 'll just throw it in real quick, but it, it's an opening um, it's a can of worms, but <laughs> as the old saying goes, but that's a lot to it so you think can you imagine if you're not doing any of those how better you might feel so try them it's 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 very nice how how they can gently improve your life and you're like, oh, oh, I forgot I was depressed oh i- for, I forgot I was not sleeping through the night, oh, i I'm not kidding you. It's this kind of stuff has saved my life. I really, I mean, you don't see me, of course, but I, I well up a little bit. I I knew I was I was really, like many people, pretty had some rough days, weeks, and months, and even some rough years. And, and but I knew I knew if I got in a kind of a sync with nature, I knew I'd know what. But I knew if I had a little more something. I wouldn't need to be on medication. I, I wouldn't be depressed. I wouldn't be as confused as I was. So I tell you firsthand. This is why I'm doing this again because it's made a real difference. I'm not just telling you, you know, rose-colored glasses and go paint in the garden. But if you know, if it makes you feel better. But but I'm telling you stuff that's made a difference for me and uh, friends and family. This this is real stuff. So don't you know? I do overlook things. Oh, well, it's just it's just the sun. It's out every day. But no seriously seriously it makes a difference so don't underestimate is what i'm saying don't estimate try it anything i'm saying give it time give it two weeks three weeks a month it's it's, it's very you know you see how nature it's not like planted seed tomorrow and come back whoa i got a 10-foot tree it's slow it's gradual it's sustainable um so give it time all right a couple more wrap this up here for you guys i'll keep you all day so um, breathing. Breathing, we all breathe, but you, know, you can, there's ways to breathe. There's breathing just, you know, shallowly. There's breathing unconsciously. There's breathing deeply. Are you breathing to like, the, you know, we all breathe into our lungs, but do you breathe into the top, the top and the middle, top, middle, bottom? Do you breathe through your nose? Do you breathe through your mouth? Do you exhale through your nose? Do you exhale through your mouth? You know, there's pauses. There's pauses after you inhale. There's pause, and then after you exhale, there's pause. You can work with all these. Real neat. It's almost like, I don't know. the Picture of violin came to mind. Like it's it's like a it's like an instrument. It's something you can work with. It's cool. You can breathe, and as you can breathe in, you can direct your attention. It's like your belly. So we'll say belly breathing. Well, we're breathing to our lungs, and I guess the diaphragm moves. I never really 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 dug into it, but your belly will expand <laughs> you know, playing with that breathing you know breathing standing up like down sitting so working with the breath there's tons of stuff on it and like i mentioned that you know there's counting your breath you want to breathe in you know you play with it you want to breathe in for 4 and out for 4 you want to breathe in more than you breathe out maybe breathe out more than you breathe in play with it with those spaces you want to breathe out for for example breathe in for 4 hold for 4 breathe out for 4 hold for 4 and I've heard the term box breathing. So if you imagine, you know, the four aspects, you can imagine four sides. of Birara. Doctor Andrew y say you he did have numbers. You breathe in for eight, and you, know, you hold for seven, and then you exhale for three, and then you hold for one. It's, you know, I don't think it really has to be an exact number. The idea is that you're paying attention and um, putting your attention on things, especially breathing, can help. And this is coming from someone who's been stressed, so stressed, I just, I couldn't, I didn't, you know, I couldn't I couldn't figure out how not to be fast paced, and it was awful, I really felt, I really struggled with trying to calm and relax. And all the things I'm telling you are things I've tried and still do, it's always an ongoing thing, it's an ongoing thing. Okay, so breathing, read up on it, you can just read up. I still have, God, I have notes of things I wanna look up. There, what was it? Um, people were doing like, the equivalent of drugs, I'm not recommending drugs, of course, but there was some psychedelic, what is it called? There's some kind of breathing. Oh, if I remember, I'll, I'll put it in the notes, but it's a, uh, it's a breathing method. Uh, and then there's Wim Hof. Uh, he's done a lot, brought a lot, you know, to the space of breathing and being in cold. So we talked about temperature, you know. The Chinese, like, things warm but he's talked about being cold and there's TUMMO, TUMMO for something more unusual this is uh training yourself to be in cold exposure similar to Wim Hof I don't know much about it but I've seen people uh meditate and be <laughs> sitting in the snow with shorts on so the body I mean the I'm getting excited the body is amazing you can do amazing stuff I mean you've probably seen people you know being hit with like a bat or a rod and you know some people just not being injured because you can alter, you can train the body to do amazing, amazing things, and it's just. I used to watch a show when I was a kid called "That's Incredible." <laughs> you can look it up; it's really cheesy, but it was cool from the '80s. Like this guy can eat glass, you know, or he can bend a, a steel rod, you know, two inches thick, you know, or whatever. That would be so many centimeters, you know, five centimeters, whatever. And at the end, they'd say, "That's incredible." Ripley's Believe It or Not kind of stuff, you know. So, um, yeah. So you can work on that meditation. It uh, was wonderful, wonderful. I mean, uh, the, I really. God, is crying bad? I don't know. I feel like want to cry some of these things. I mean, they, they're life changing for me. They they saved my life. I can tell you honestly. I'm not. I'm not free, and it saved my life. And and and, and, and What more can you ask for? I mean, they do take time, and sometimes you... Okay, I'm going to pause and say what happens. A lot of these things, you're going to have resistance. There are, I call them heebie-jeebies. There are, yeah, there are things in people that just say no, and they say it's nonsense, or they poo-poo it, but I'm telling you, take it from me, you know, give it a shot. Give it a shot. Uh, You might be pleasantly surprised. So meditation, and, you know, I won't go into it too much other than, you know, work with the breath, find some music if you want, some, you know, instrumental music. Give yourself time, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, work your way up. You know, maybe do two sessions in the morning and the evening. So much. So, I mean you can read I like Gaia G A I A dot com. I like Joe Dispenza. There is a, you know, you can find a find a meditation group. You can read a book about about meditation. You can find a Buddhism meditation. There's there's so much and it, it really I mean, life-changing, I mean, I really, I don't know, what else can I tell you, it's amazing, okay, a couple more, journaling, writing things down, I, I am writing on paper, um, I did have some terrible, some pretty rough reactions after something happened to me a while ago, I even paper, believe it or not, paper, yes, I had pain touching my fingers, paper, don't ask, it was a, it's a long story, it's, it's, it seems kind of dumb, and hard to believe I imagine even I have trouble believing it but so I went digital and I started using um a digital uh note collector and I journal in there so sometimes after meditation or a walk or anything I've mentioned I'll get an aha an insight and I'll write it down so journaling can kind of help and it keeps your mind it lets yourself express things you might not normally have the outlet to you know you're not always have not all of us have like a uh, an amazingly qualified therapist on hand. If you do great, you know, someone would say, hey, so what's going on with you? You know, that's, that's what I think we all need. Uh, we all need someone, you know, to be compassionate, to be understanding, to be receptive. That would help. everybody was allowing one another to express and encourage one another, we wouldn't be in such a state, but that's, how life is for a lot of people and you know. but these are tools I think that would help so again I uh, am journaling writing it down however you want to do it you want to write with your right hand or your left hand you want to write in a pen or pencil you want to do different colors you want to draw maybe maybe journaling would be including for you just drawing pictures. you know basically expression and this could lead into any activity you like whether it's archery or frisbee or sports or um, Activity playing, you know kicking the soccer ball around or football or whatever so many things you can do and you sometimes you don't think about them all you know, all these things I've seen and i've we've all seen happy people right you've seen them and you've you know you can't I'm not saying you can't you know go into the bar and make you happy but I'm talking about things that are really kind of sustainable for life and are more of the healthier wrong with having a drink once in a while but gotta find something you can do that you can't you, know, you won't you have nothing else around you you can rely on. Okay, moving on. Uh, with the next one: uh, finding something that makes you happy. Yeah, giving yourself permission uh, to do something that makes you happy. Whether I mentioned it's archery or throwing frisbee, maybe getting a pet or going out with your pet. Or uh, ah, excuse me, I gotta have a little of my water with apple cider vinegar. A little hot toddy. So find something that makes you happy. And, you know, that could be a solo thing. It could be, again, with people. It could be with a pet. I didn't write it down, but I thought of another one. So here's one. Challenging yourself. How about a challenge? How about uh, whether you want to make a friend um, go out there and challenge yourself? Take a a little baby step towards something. Maybe you want to go take a class, you know. Uh, Maybe learn how to cook. There's a good one. Learn how to cook something um, on a video site. Look up a recipe. That's always fun. So lots of stuff. Uh, and then go on and on. This might give you a brainstorm. So if you get a brainstorm, you get a good idea. We'll write that down. Next thing uh, on my list is using the library. library is another cheap, free resource. I think they're all over the world. You know, take out something educational and uplifting. Maybe a biography. Somebody, you know, might, you hear about somebody else's life it may inspire you. Maybe you want to learn something. You may, um, Maybe you want to learn another language, you know. Basically, it's it's keeping yourself in a positive, occupied state. And as, you know, and it's, this is a pretty comprehensive list. I didn't even think of, I'd have this many now that I'm talking about them. Um, I, you know, I like I like self the self help category. You know, there's people I've read in the past. There's Jack Canfield, and uh, um, I like quotes. So maybe finding a collection of quotes might be helpful. You know, there's the transcendentalist Thoreau. There are uh, philosophers like Nietzsche. I don't know much about him. I did read a little bit after hearing some of his quotes recently. Really wonderful people out there. Um, maybe, you know, when you're reading some of the classics, maybe something more contemporary, maybe reading about technology. And, you know, cryptocurrency is very popular now. Uh, maybe, you know, read something that you maybe something from a different country. Maybe uh, watching a film, a foreign film. I used to watch those Uh with some subtitles you know just to, it's interesting to see the subtleties of how people live so love doing that I have to do that again actually uh, but I find like a Dr. Joe Dispenza very very helpful to me I'll just let you you know he has a lot of a lot of videos out there and then altering between there's so much media I mean there is so much out there I mean if there weren't enough books in the world that's one thing but with audio you know you can from my library I'm still connected with the San Francisco library and, and there's a lot of audio, audio books. And even if you don't go to the library, you can find so much, so much on people's websites, on their blogs, on their video channels or so. you know. Social media is kind of a little bit like eye candy, so I would not recommend too much of that unless it's something educational or really uplifting or fulfilling. Um, maybe going, you know, to a conference it may not be a cheap thing or a free thing, but, um, you know, there's no lack. Uh, another thing you can do, is take a piece of paper. This was uh, another self-help guru back in the day. What's his name? What's his name? Doc? Uh, Brian, Brian Tracy, he had a gem. He said, if you want to do anything, you want to solve a problem, take a piece of paper and a top say, okay, how can I, say, how can I feel better? I'm in a bad mood, how can I feel better? And write down 20 things. You can do this for any situation almost. So 20 things, how can I write, how can I feel better? Making money or how can I improve my relationships? You write down, basically it's the power of your, um, he didn't say it, but I'm thinking, I would call it the power of your own, of human resourcefulness. There you go, I'm going to make that up right now. So take this paper and say, okay, I'm I'm a little bit in a funk, what can I do? And this also is from another book I just thought of. But, okay, so if I'm in a bad mood, um, I can go for, like I said, some things I've mentioned, you know, maybe I'll go for yourself. Yeah, well, I'm going to go for a walk. Maybe I'll call an old friend. Maybe I will talk to someone and, and be an ear for them. I'm not in a good mood, but I've, you know, maybe I'll be a good ear for somebody else. You know, maybe, oh, maybe I have to apologize somebody. You know, and you're writing these down, by the way. So you're numbering these from a fire and fire number. Five, number, five, number five. Maybe I can have more water. Maybe I need to go on a trip. Maybe I need to, you know, you know what I mean? So you're making a list. Just like I've done, I've done this, I guess, kind of um, subconsciously. But the the ability of just your own resourcefulness, uh, the innate ability for a human being to just think of things, can solve a lot of problems. And this ties in with the book uh, "Don't Worry: uh, uh, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living" with by Dale Carnegie. That's a great book too, very practical, and very similar to uh, to Brian Tracy. There's a lot of information, by the way. So. Um see there's so many things see what you can do <laughs> who knew uh, you just as you start talking or writing now if you're a social person maybe it's being around people and if you're more of a you know independent person or you're more not so social not anti-social but not so not as social you, you know you, you might go about things a little differently you know um maybe making a youtube video <laughs> there you go another, another idea so uh Another thing is, uh, you know, learning. Uh, you know, I met a guy in San, Fr- uh, San Francisco area like 10 years ago, and he was teaching himself Japanese. And I thought that was amazing. I'm just moving on here to another one. So, I, I, to be honest, I was a little angry. I don't know why. See, we have weird our brain. You know, sometimes humans react weird. So I was, I don't know why I was angry at the time. Like wow, how, like almost how dare he teach himself Japanese? It was really weird. But I'm being honest, I'm being transparent. That's what came up for me. Pardon, you know. But then I, as I read it, Ultra Learning. Oh, just remember, there's a book I was trying to tell you, t- trying to tell talk about. Ultra Learning was a book about a guy who found free courses, I think, on MIT, and he took a four years, the equivalent of a four-year education in computer science, and he taught himself all the courses in in one year. Ultra Learning. So, yeah, see, we're all much, much more capable than most of us realize. So... Ultra learning. I just want see. Is serendipity. Um, ultra learning. I'm making a note for myself. i got to finish that book. But I do. I was impressed. And I've been teaching myself things. You know, sometimes it's really funny. Just, it's it's, it's just weird. We're just, you know, if, if you're like me, you weren't taught to just, like, go out and try it. You want to learn something? Try it. Any subject. You could, you, if you have a computer, you can search. How to blank. If you want to learn how to... Raise corgis, or you want to learn how to, you know, breed ponies, or you want to know how to juggle. You know, another good activity, by the way. Uh, you can just look online. Most people don't realize this, and, and I tell you honestly, from my experience, it's it's a weird reluctance at first. You feel, I, for me, I feel, being honest, I feel reluctant. Sometimes angry. Sometimes it feels awkward, and I'm like, "Why isn't anybody teaching me? How come I can't find someone to show me this?" And this is kind of part of the fun. It's kind of like you're in the fray, you're in you're in the beginning, of the woods, and you're, it's an adventure, and you're a little bit. But those two two things come for me: reluctance, sometimes anger, avoidance. But the, there's a magic. There is I'm telling you. There's a that's the best word I can think of. There's a magic, and there's a something. Maybe it's a, a sub subconscious thing as you expose yourself to something your, old, your your mind your neural network whatever will start to figure it out and then you know, you look at it again and it's still awkward and weird maybe for you maybe not but, and you'll get it a little bit more and then after five ten exposures let's so say you've done this every day an hour a day for example, you'll start to get it and after a few months he was like I've taught myself finance it's been a year since I've teaching myself about finance and it's just like there's a familiarity there's a little bit I'm no master. But I'm much more adept, I, and, it, and it's very, uh, very cool. I didn't, you know. I think I paid twelve dollars for a Udemy. There's another resource, a Udemy or a Udemy course. I only paid twelve bucks for them. And I've read books, and it's amazing. It's just like this guy was Japanese. I was a little, I was really put off by him doing this. <laughs> i like, that's so silly. And then I, I started doing it. i like, I can teach myself, you know. What was that line? If you ever saw the movie. The Terminator, one of the Terminator movies is, I'm a self-learning, he says, the Arnold Schwarzenegger voice, I'm a self-learning uh, neurocomputational uh, diagnostic machine, something like that, it's it's a funny line, but it's just like, you know, you just, you, the power of exposure, you will learn. If you learn how to drive a car, or ride a bike, whether it was a car was manual or stick shift or automatic, you learn it, and most people, I think, overlook that process. Okay, so I really encourage you. I, I really, really encourage you to try something. I've given you a list of a lot of stuff, and you probably can add fifty or hundred more. And uh, it gets kind of exciting. Sometimes I, I can't wait to. Get, and I'm like, oh man, I can't believe I it. spent three hours working on this. You know, learning about. Recently, I've got into the whole Bitcoin and related thing, you know, the whole um, phenomenon, and then that's something I'm same way. I'm just, you know, I'm like, I'm okay. And, and I, you know i like to be systematic i've had a hard time using my superpower <laughs> of being systematic cuz i just i don't know just that's just i've had a little bit of a hard time to be honest but the more i will look at it the more i put it in my calendar and the more i say okay i'm going to give myself a set amount of time an hour a half hour whatever it is you know, try to pretend like I'm in a conference. You ever go to a conference and they, eat, you, know, and you say, well, well, 8 o'clock we'll have breakfast, 9 o'clock is a mingler, meet and greet, and then at 10 we have a speaker. and At 10.30 we'll have a break. You ever go to those things? I have, and that is the template <laughs> I try to use for my day. I digress, but I'm telling you, you're being your own, um, what's the word? You, you, you play the role of the person preparing your day in your life uh, the manager I've heard the term and then you're the employee or you're the worker and you, you just actually just go about that plan some of you can probably do that without a problem I've had trouble with that I have a hard, hard time kind of like keeping my plan I don't want to look at the time because I'm, like, oh, I'm so into my thing I said I'd do it an hour but it's really three hours so I don't want to stop but it all comes down to kind of a, uh, an improvement and a mastery and a real enjoyment, a real enjoyment of life. You know, a lot of people. I, I just I heard someone say they're bored yesterday. A woman, she was in her close to my age, in her forties, and she was like, "Oh, I, this job, and I got fired, and I got kicked out of this house, and I'm just so bored." I'm like. How can you be bored? I mean, I I could spend years and years and decades and decades learning all the things of exploring all the things I've mentioned way more. I want to learn Japanese and Spanish, and I want to, you know, learn how to play frisbee better, and I want to have I want to learn how to have a better relationship. So I don't really think I can be bored. It's it's a it is a is a state of mind that you know we can always train ourselves to be you know it's not that hard. For, for a garden to grow weeds, I, I like to think of that analogy. You don't have to go out of your way to grow weeds, but you do have to go out a way to make the garden nice. So same with your life. You don't have to go out of your way to, to do things bad for you, whether you're smoking or drinking or being snappy, you know. It's, it's, it's hard work and rewarding. So I want you, I would encourage you, I invite you to do things that are a little bit of the hard variety you know, stretch yourself. Uh the Navy SEALs, I think he said every day. Uh David Goggins is, is one guy. Regular guy who's done amazing things. He's he's become a a Navy SEAL and an airborne airman, which is whatever their highest thing. He was a navy uh, army. He was in three different of the of the Ford military branches. And he gave got into like the specialist version of that. And he was just, you know, regular overweight guy, a black guy from where is he from? Chicago or something. And he just like turned into an an amazing human being and he's very encouraging and I love another thing I'll do another free one bonus one is to just find something encouraging I like going to websites you know video websites you know the big one with the y and the t and uh, find something encouraging I love that I love there's a young man who has a passionate few and I love seeing people I like to see people especially close to my my age my age uh range that just works for me and hearing somebody who's like you know made it you know a lot of people are rags to riches you know there's this thing everyone was a nobody before they were somebody you know i love hearing about this guy who was who's a multi-millionaire and a motivational speaker and he was homeless he lived in his car you know I, I just like and you know and it makes me think there's a part of me that says like well how how can I not how can I have an excuse I really don't have an excuse because it's not like they said I'm a I'm a successful person and I always was a successful person I mean people, say, you know I've heard stories of people like I said that were homeless or down and out who, or who were successful and then they lost it all or people that attempted suicide, which is, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's horrifying. And, you know, there's a, there's a young man. blowing <clears throat> up again. Um, there's two people. Yeah, there's, two, there's, there was a young man who, uh, yeah, he was intending to commit suicide and, you know, I, think the word divine intervention stopped him. Another young lady, she also I think went into the ocean, tried to kill herself, and she. So you know, it, the, the, the uh, life works in mysterious ways, you know. Um, so no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, I don't know. You know, you can always write to me. I, I'm not perfect, and I'm, I'm here to encourage. I'm here to just share what I've learned in my, you know, brief time. Uh, I've shared some things that I'm grateful for and have opened my eyes and have slapped me in the face sometimes and kicked me in the ass and make me think, like, what did, what the heck just happened? Why did I just spend months and years and sometimes a decade and sometimes some things I can tell you more than a decade, maybe two decades. So I've, yeah. Ah, it's frustrating, I'll be honest. It's frustrating to know I've lost time. And I hope you do not. And I hope you wake up sooner than later. And I hope I wake up to a lot of things too, even better. So it's not easy for some things. I'm not, I'm not saying, oh, you just go out and you're a ray of sunshine. But I'm saying it's possible. Okay. Um, I'll wrap this up with a few things. This is a few things how the body works, how the brain works. You may look into neuroplasticity and, and just, um, what's the word? Oh, has the word neuro in it, but. Neurology, maybe, but the way the brain works—if you know how your brain works—if you know how a machine works, it's easier for you to use the machine. So, as an analogy, if we are in some ways a machine, like you may have heard the "30 days to make a habit," so it takes time. If you're doing something, give it time. You may kick and scream in some ways, not—you know—you may have such reluctance, but push through that. You know, you're you're stronger than that. Push through it, and then give it time. You know, there's a saying. I love sayings. So there's a saying, a quote. At first, some things may seem impossible. And then they're not so impossible, they seem, you could say, it's probable. And lastly, they're inevitable. So, this is in, a, in brief the, saying, the whole thing I heard, I've, I've modified it. But it's like first things seem impossible, then improbable, then inevitable. But we all go through stages. Okay, so even the hardest things can become a little bit easier if you keep at it that's the trick i've given up a lot and i said if i knew <laughs> i think we all say if i knew then you know the rest of it if i knew then what i know now well, i just wouldn't have given up i, I may have, would have just looked at it differently i would have taken my time i may have persevered great words persevered tenacity determination tenacious write them down put them on stickies put them on your whiteboard meditate on them same them out loud same in the shower uh you know you you can be a sinner or a saint it's up to you um, so give it time keep at it uh, there's a I wrote this note wisdom that comes from exposure the more you do something you'd be surprised you like I said you you do something your brain kind of processes it there's something that inside of us I don't know if it's in the brain specifically but there's something that does a processing I've noticed like as I try to learn like how to trade financially you know the, the, the cryptocurrency related stuff i would look at it and i just didn't get it and i would look at it and get it and i looked at it, it was all right and now it's kind of from muddy and blurry to less muddy and less blurry to like oh i get a little part of it now i'm like wait a minute i think i got so you know you get you just be surprised you might be surprised if you're not used to a, a repeated exposure to something whether it's cooking or being a better boyfriend or girlfriend or you know, making dough for bread. The more we do something, there is a natural, usually a natural improvement, I find it. I don't think you get worse the more you do it. I can't think of anything really the more you do it. The more I do this, the worse I get. And if that's the case, often that's brief. Usually it's kind of like the briefness until it gets better. The monks, I think, the monks and other people have the word "cultivate" I love, love that word. You cultivate, you keep at it every day. You, so many sayings, You sharpen the axe, or you, you know, you swing. If you're, I don't recommend chopping down trees, but it's a good analogy. If you're, chopping, you want to chop down a tree, you hit it, you know, one day with your axe, you know, and you spend time sharpening the axe. And there is a magic, if you will, of repetition. And if you really want to get out there, look into Dr. Joe Dispenza, look into the quantum field, look at Greg Braden and he can tell you more scientifically how this stuff works, the power of attention and intention. I love words, so, wow. Okay, um, let's see if I miss anything. Quick review. Yeah, power of repetition, 30 days. Yeah, gives, it takes time. Oh, another, another one. There is a magic way of our brain works. A Japanese guy, I keep meaning to look it up, but I just know this from my experience. You start small and you keep exposing yourself so and you stay regular so every day let's say you want to go work out and you do want to go to the gym you may want to do create you want to uh, basically do something again and again regularly so it becomes a habit your body will uh, it will click I mean uh, so if you want to let's say let's say you are going to the gym more so you might you might go to the drive to the gym parking lot the first day that's your first step it's a smallest act and then the next day a slightly more to that act you might you might drive to the gym parking lot and walk to the front door and go home. And you know, you know. In the next day, you might go go a little farther. You might go in and check in for a minute, go to the locker room and leave. And you know, in the next day, you might go in and do a five minute workout. So, this primes and trains the body for repetition. And then, lo and behold, it becomes less arduous. And that's a great way. It's a great great way. If you're a writer and you want to write, so every day you might want to write five minutes. You just set a timer. I like specific. I studied engineering and part of my brain works really well with methodical. With methodical and specific things. So sometimes if I want to do something, I will make five minutes. I'll put it in um, my calendar. I'll have an alarm on my phone and I'll know that, okay, I'm going to start this for five minutes. When I started flossing my teeth, I, that I just started doing, but I would just, you know, do it every day. And it becomes weird if you don't do it. That's kind of cool. Then you know something's stuck. You, you've, trained yourself. I mean, I think we train animals, but we can train ourselves the same way. We don't have to differentiate. We don't have to put down the dogs. Well, that's not so different. That's so different from us. No, it's not. Okay. um, There's a wisdom that comes from exposure. I'm not sure if I said that, but I'll say it again if I haven't. And uh, this is not normally taught in schools, I've found. Depends where you live, but in the western part, my part of the world, we didn't learn. I think either... Unintentionally, or even maybe even intentionally, it was the opposite. It was you know you 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 are punished um, for mistakes, and you have one test you study for, and you can only use your mind. You can't you know you, you can't use all the resources because the answers are in the books, right? So I heard I think it was in Finland or somewhere. They don't that's the best schooling system in the world, and they don't they don't have any grades. But I bring this up. To introduce the idea, that maybe we're taught wrong, maybe we're or discouraged from a natural uh process, so I' found everything to tell you to be helpful, like if you know getting out on fumbling there's a there's a quote from the guys at Google that says, you know fail fast, you know you want to just try something I like the word stumble or you know just stumble into success there you go, I made that up so. Just expose yourself to something. I think this is even how AI learns. I've read, you know, just just get. If you want to learn how to play frisbee, you know, just start throwing it. You know, throw it from your left hand, your right hand, throw it backhand, forehand, or just or tennis. You know, you start it and then keep at it. Unlike the study, study, study. Don't make a mistake. You get one test, pass or fail, you're done. No, life is the opposite. You just keep at it. You keep at it. You keep at it. Keep at it some more, and you keep at it, and you keep at it. (laughs) Okay, and then try. Now think of the word try. Sometimes the try has two meanings. Try means really attempt. Like I'm going to attempt this. I'm going out there and after it. And try sometimes is used as like, well, are you gonna be at my party tonight? Well, I'll try, which means I don't really feel like it, but if I feel like it at the time, I will. So when I say, I wanna say the word try, but I want you to realize that it's more attempt. Get out there and do it, and then do it again tomorrow. And the next day, and the next day, there is a power of repetition, and the wisdom that comes from this repetition. Okay, I encourage you. Keep at it. Maybe you have another way. If you can, um, I'll be uploading this um, to Anchor, but it maybe ends up in a place where you can add a comment. If it's a place you can add a comment, please let me know what you think what have you done what have you overcome uh, what are you working through maybe you have an idea that might help somebody else and so if this ends up <laughs> media ends up in a lot of different places so this if this ends up in a place where you can make a comment please do so um something preferably encouraging or if you have a question and you know maybe maybe you'll have someone else so this ends up a kind of an informal way to communicate with others So that's it. That's it for today's talk on free, cheap, and inexpensive things to be healthier and happier. Healthy and happy, either way. And I encourage you, um, in closing, to just keep searching. Keep looking. Um, You know, there's there's no definitive ways to do things. There's no, like, five only, only five ways and only ten ways. As many ways as you can think of live in a pretty expansive, dare I say, infinite world with certain certain things I think you could say are infinite resources. The amount of ideas could be considered infinite. The amount of ways to go about something. Maybe you want to make a schedule. Maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday is your thing. Maybe in the morning. Maybe in the evening. Maybe you don't want to do any of these things. I don't know. <laughs> but hopefully it's encouraged you. I do appreciate, again... Um, you uh the listener and uh feel free to connect with me i will leave as much as i can uh my website again is dot nutritionbyeric.com pretty simple eric with the C. and usually i have enough links for social media and this podcast and um i a blog um, as, as as i as, I, as I, if the spirit moves me i'll blog and i'll make a blog from time to time so I encourage you to keep at it. You know, you can turn your life around. You really can. If if you feel you need to, you definitely can. And uh, if you haven't, please help others. You know, we're all in this together. We're all, I've read we're all one spiritual family. We're all connected. Uh, you know, if you believe that, great. I'm, I'm, I'm more inclined. It's hard to prove. This is a hard one to prove. So find what works for you. You know, go wherever you're at, go to, uh, I think, a place of discouragement to encouragement, from disempowerment to empowerment. And yeah, really allow yourself uh, to lead a happy, healthy, and uh, productive and successful life. So that's it for today. Thank you again so much for listening. I wish you all the best on your journey. I love the way the French say when they say goodbye. I believe it's a journée which is a good journey, which which is more like having a good day, but how they intermingle the two. So bonjour, have a good day, wherever you're at. And I will hopefully uh, be talking soon, or at least you'll be listening to something else in the future from myself or somebody else encouraging. Thank you so much, and uh, that's it for now. Take care. WHISTLE